And we are back. And we just finished watching 2016's Colossal Rated R with a runtime of one hour and 49 minutes. This is from writer-director Nacho Villalondo and stars Anne Hathaway as Gloria, a kind of down-and-out party girl who her boyfriend Dan Stevens tells her she's got to skedaddle and get her life together. So she winds up going back to her old, I guess, home. Her childhood home. And is trying to sort her life out. She runs into her childhood friend, Oscar, played by Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis? Is that how you say his last name? I think it's Sudeikis. He's a crazy person. He was so crazy in this. Um, Also known as Ted Lasso. Also known as Ted Lasso, right. And this is quite the departure from Ted Lasso. (laughs) Good Lord. I was... Okay, so this was Olive G's pick. Excellent, by the way. And we had just watched, well, I had just watched Time Crimes for film discussion groups, so this was in my queue to watch, and what a delight. Yeah. From start to finish, this movie took several turns that I did not see coming, but still, from start to finish, a really good story, really interesting, solid performances, decent special effects. I mean, nothing nothing crazy, but it- yeah. It didn't look yeah. bad. No, it, it didn't look, look bad. Good. Uh, it's definitely more polished than Time Crimes. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Just, yeah, a treat. I didn't expect to like this as much as I did. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I, and you kind of get a little bit, I guess, fooled because if you ever see like trailers for this, it's just... It looks like a wacky comedy. It's almost comedy. like it's goofy. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's so much deeper and, and, and there's a lot more going on in this. I mean, it, it's it's talking about like alcoholism and... And people whose lives are just screwed up and controlling people. Jealousy. And jealousy and and just how deep seated anger tragedy is far away. It's just like, oh, they're just it's like statistics. It, it's Yeah, it's, there's it's, a lot it's there's crazy. a lot to unpack yeah, there's here. There's a lot yeah. going on. Yeah. Anne Hathaway was brilliant. Anne Hathaway was really she she was really good in that like you hate her or she is very She's unlikable. She's not likable in the, in beginning. the beginning, yeah. Yeah. At all. At all. She's a, just a wreck. And yeah. you could see why Dan Stevens is like, all right, I've had enough. You got to yeah, get out Yeah, you got to get out of here. Yeah. And even, rightly so. Even her friends, like in the beginning, come inside uninvited. Like they didn't even knock. They just came in. Right. Yeah, they're right. waiting outside for Dan Stevens to leave so they could just wreck his apartment, apartment and drink yeah. all his booze. And just be, I don't know, jackasses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I this. I mean, the story. I don't know if we want to give too much away. I mean, it's it's 2016, so it's been a while. Yeah, I mean, we we could we could talk about it. I feel like this eight this, years ago. I think the statute of limitations on spoilers is is off on that one. It's six. Oh, 16. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you said 2014. No, 2016. Okay. <laughs> Even still. No, no, still, six yeah. Years. Six years is, is quite a bit of time. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. The trailer is very deceiving. I thought this was going to be, I think, the thing that we discussed about how she goes back to her hometown to get a fresh start and kind of forms a life there with the boy who yeah, like, maybe like, it, always it, thought of her, but maybe not. I mean, it's funny because you get the impression that he's, maybe has a secret crush on her but maybe that's not it and she even addresses it it wasn't like he loved her or wanted to control her he was just an angry person yeah he was he was basically jealous of her for what she had done even though 
what she had done really wasn't that great in the grand scheme of things. I right. Mean, yeah, she did leave that town. Right. And she became sort of a writer. Mm-hmm. But her life was a train wreck. Right. And honestly, his life was a train wreck, too. Yeah, when you get it's inside just, his the, house, the it's only, like... Yeah, the only difference between them is he just never left the town. Right, right. But there was this sort of sinister control, right? I He loved the fact that he could lord uh, that over her. Like, I'm guessing maybe it, it stemmed from the fact that for so long he thought that she was better than him because she was able to get away. And now that she's back, it's like, no, I'm the one with the power. Mm-hmm. And that power, and you see how that power just corrupted makes him, him. Go yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good job by Jason Sudeikis, yes. too. I mean, he, Holy he, cow. he is that lovable Ted Lasso guy. But the, he's not in this. In the beginning. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And it's just like that one evening happens and it's just like wait what what yeah what are you doing yeah yeah i think it's also interesting how i mean not to get preachy or anything but the listen addiction is terrible it's a hard cycle to break but obviously the message here is also to be leery of that right because the gloria character made a lot of bad decisions yeah. When alcohol was involved. And then when you see the Oscar character sort of go down that downward spiral, it's because he's more fueled by alcohol and making just one bad decision after another. Oh, yeah. I mean, alcohol was a huge crutch for, for him. Uh, he his, You get this peaks of his life when you, when you finally see what his house looks like. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you could... And he apparently was lying about the fact that he almost got married because there's pictures of a wife and a child that are no longer in the picture and the wife's head is like scratched out of the pictures. Or was he lying? I mean, it, he could have been truthful about that. I'm not really sure. But obviously he, said, he, he was said, in a relationship uh, that did He said, I almost got married six years or six years ago. Or six something. years ago, yeah. But didn't yeah. he say that she had a baby? Right. There was a, there was a little kid in that picture. I don't know that it was his little kid, though. Oh, he See, said the person that he was with... Had a child. Oh, I missed that part. I just yeah, thought yeah. he said that he almost got married. I didn't know that he said that. He no, no, no. Married. He said that her and her kid. Oh. Yeah, okay. so... I missed that part. Although, he could have lied about that. That could have been him, his kid. It yeah. could have been... She just got really freaked out by him. Because he looked like he could go to some dark places. Yeah. Although, in the beginning, he didn't seem so reliant on drinking. You know what? It probably was always there because let's yeah. be honest, that first night when they're just hanging out, did you see that table? And yeah, it's full of bottles. The whole table was covered with beer bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You That's know, true. Granted, That's true. there were four of them, but still, that yeah. was a lot, a lot of, of beer, beer consumed. Yeah. And what else can you do in a small town? There is that as well. Right, right. I'm going to go around the table and get impressions. Olive G, this was your movie. Excellent, by the way. What made you want to see this? Uh, like right after we saw the trailer, I got really excited about it. Yeah. Did it yeah. live up to your expectations? Kind of. I mean, there's those crazy twists. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't the com- it, like. Did you think it was just going to be a, a funny comedy type movie? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The definitely. trailer is very deceiving. The trailer is. Deceiving. But it was still good, right? Ology. Yep. Did you have a favorite character? Gloria? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I like how she turned it around. I do appreciate her turning it around and, and 
going on that hero's journey and, and getting on that arc. Did you have a favorite scene in this? Um, uh, probably when she just threw him like a million miles away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He it wasn't as surviving from that ever. It wasn't as uh, satisfying as Joffrey Baratheon being murdered. Well, that was but unsatisfying too because he wasn't murdered in a in painful a most way. Brutal enough way. Yeah, that's know. true too. But still, the universe. Yes, the universe received some balance. That yeah, that day. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Gigi? What did you think of the film? I liked it. Yeah. What did you like about it? Oh, it was interesting. It I was. didn't expect any of it. Did you have a favorite scene? Probably when she kills him too. Yeah. Yeah. Did. did did you see the trailer, or was this like your first no, experience with the whole thing? Yeah, oh, okay. Know. So you you. Didn't... I, I thought we all saw the trailer together on Hulu, but then they got rid of it. Yes, know. it was originally on Hulu, and it was in our saved. And then when we went to go see it, it was already gone. It's gone. Yeah. yeah. It was on HBO Max. Yeah, it's on HBO Max, everybody. But uh, yeah, the trailer is not anything indicative of what this. It, it really takes some turns. It really, it really, really takes some turns. I mean, you could see how there's there is like that absurdity that would lead you to believe that this is just some sort of zany comedy. It's. I mean, the trailer gives it away, but basically the the premise of the movie is for some reason out of nowhere in South Korea a giant monster appears that just starts Copying walking through, walking through the city and she the Gloria uh, character Gloria eventually discovers after seeing footage of the of the creature that it is actually mimicking the stuff that she had done the day before when she was inside this small children's park and then she realizes that basically at the, a certain time. Yeah, it has always a certain time of day, 8.05 to like 8.10. It's, it's a small amount of time, a window, yeah. window of time. But when she, if she is in that park at that particular point in time, the monster appears in South Korea and does exactly what she does. So the first time she's carrying a, a big parcel and you see the monster going through the city and he looks like he's carrying something. carrying something. The second time she's talking on her phone and it looks like the monster is talking on a phone and, and she also picks up that little nervous tick that she does where she kind of feels yeah, she, her she's always scratching her the top of her head yeah and then as the story progressive progresses you also come to realize that there is an event sort of in their childhood in gloria and oscars that sort of triggers this phenomenon yeah this, this fantastical event this weird lightning storm right right and uh, they're both hit with lightning at that point. And at that point, millions of miles away in Korea, the two little toys that they each had in their backpack appear. Yes, they become. So that's, well, I think she only appears. Was it only her? Maybe it was only her. Yeah, the, 25 years ago, it was, it was only her that appeared. Yeah, at the beginning. Ah, okay, okay. I thought it was the both of them. Okay. They saw Gloria's monster. And it's funny because... As you watch the story at the beginning, it did feel like Oscar had like a huge crush on her. I was, thought that too. Like that it was, was always like that guy for kissing her. I was like, oh. Yeah, and it was like unrequited, and that he still had these feelings for her. But then when you see the scene when he's a child and how spiteful he is, yeah, it was, I think that I think really. Was, I think it was mainly about being better than her. Yeah. Because that's what he was doing. He was destroying her diorama, mm -hmm. you know? 
which looks so that good. she so that she couldn't excel. Remember, and he yeah. he also brought up, and it was almost like. Yeah, I was a writer, but she, right. was, she was better than me. Right, it was very resentful, uh-huh. right? He yeah. was like, well, obviously she was better than me because she won this thing every year. And she was like, oh, that was like, she didn't even realize what, like, it was yeah. like this unspoken rivalry, I guess, that was all in his head, it's obviously. A one-sided rivalry. Yeah, Because yeah. she was completely unaware Oblivious. of it. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of the, gee, what did you think of Gloria's boyfriend? I didn't like him. No, why? He was... Judgy. He sent her away when he could have been helping her. True, true. You said something interesting about the Dan Stevens character. That he didn't like her, like, uh, being a waitress because, like, he needed her independency or something. Her codependency. Yeah, he he needed to be... Her knight in shiny armor. Exactly. And that was this, that was like the, the, I think that was the thing that, like, basically, I think he regretted kicking her out because once she was gone, he didn't have that anymore. Right. And that's he why... Didn't he didn't have somebody to wag his finger right. at. Right. I mean, there you could see... I guess there was hints that he would he would always try and, and help her while they were together, but she would always... Screw it up. Screw it up. Screw it up to the point where he was like, oh, I'm fed up. I'm, you're gone. I, 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 I want you to leave and don't come back until you, you've sorted your mess out. But one day he follows <clears> through. <throat> but then when she's not coming back to him for help. Oh, you're not answering your emails. You're not, right. you know, he actually goes out there. Right. And yeah, that was a sign of like codependency. He, he needed that. He needed it, the, the wounded or broken thing to fix. Fix, right. Even though, oh God, it's, you're such a burden upon me. Right, right. But here, I'll, I'll help you. Right, uh, right. You know, that's, that's, certain people are like that. Sure, sure, sure. They need to be suffering while helping another person. And she, she has a really good <clears throat> character arc. Character arc. Yes. Because she is a complete colossal wreck colossal. at the beginning of this film. And it's like, that's the thing that's nice about this movie is that it's not like, oh. No, I'm, it doesn't oh, happen oh, overnight. I'm, I'm, now I'm selfless and, and whatnot. Like, yeah. like remember, I remember we were talking about that unpregnant movie and mm-hmm. the character arc of, of the, uh, the, Veronica? Uh, the A-type girl. Yeah, Veronica. The, the one who was actually pregnant. Uh-huh. It was just like, okay. And then right at the end, suddenly she just changes her colors and sees the, the truth or whatever. Mm. This was a... This was a good, strong build-up, a yeah. gradual. She was still screwing up in the beginning. <clears throat> it started turning around. You see how this affected her when the monster is revealed. Even then, she is like still not... I don't think she really took it maybe 100% seriously until the day that she actually started showing... The day she showed the other guys that this is something that she could do. And uh, I think at that point, it really starts to sink in because I think at that point, she actually says, I haven't had a drink since then. Right. Because she's realizing that my reckless, stupid behavior is killing thousands of people. Yeah. And that's the thing that you don't get when you see the comedy trailer. You just think, oh, it's... A wacky thing, the the the, the monsters dancing in, yeah, in yeah. the city, and you don't realize that to get to that point where she's not killing people as the monster, already thousands of people have died, and it's not like as though it's on a movie. This is in in their in their world. This is real. real. This is reality. Right, right. And I think maybe Sudeikis's character Oscar, 
He didn't care. To no. him, they were still just little numbers. Right, right, you right. Know? It wasn't anybody of importance to him. Right. But I think he loved the fact that he was in. He could have that power. Right. I think he even says something to that effect. And, but the other thing was like Garth and um. The the other two characters, Joel. Joel. They were just they sitting on their butts doing nothing. They, they, they were. That, that actually bothered me a little bit. Yeah. That they that, that they were willing to sit by and just let and let Oscar, Oscar be a villain. Yeah. Especially and no one really. The guy, Joel. the younger guy. Yeah. Garth actually walked out, but Joel right. was sticking in Right, right. And, and Garth was, like, going to fight with him, but ultimately doesn't. But at the same time, yeah, like, Joel was an enabler because he got into the truck with him. Well, I think, Os- like, Oscar had his own little setup in this town. He, he, he Oscar was a guy who wanted control, mm-hmm. and he had control over those two guys. Mm-hmm. Those guys were his subordinates. Mm-hmm. Puppets. They were the, he ruled over those two guys, and I think one of the things that really set him off was when Gloria and Joel when Gloria and Joel hook up because that was not something that he allowed or gave permission to. Right, right. I don't think like you initially you probably think oh it's just jealousy. Right. He wants Gloria for himself. I don't think it's about that. I think it's he wants dominance over the, those right, people. Right, right, right. Well, she, she mentions that ultimately when they have that kind of conversation in her home when he, he's he's in her house and she like freaks out, right? Yeah. That was terrifying because I think that is like when it started taking that turn because it's like, oh, this isn't this yeah. isn't lighthearted anymore. This is this is going down a very, very dark, narrow path. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a huge is, departure for Mr. Lasso. Yeah, this is really good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed this film a lot. I did too. The writing was sharp. The performances were fantastic. Not crazy special effects, but still... The it, special effects that were there were good. Well, yeah, it wasn't anything crazy, it wasn't, yeah, it but... Wasn't, it wasn't Pacific Rim. No, it wasn't but, Pacific uh, Rim, <laughs> but it was still really well done really well done and and the little sort of like the little subtleties and nuances like when you see the toys in the backpacks and stuff like that like all that really just tied itself really really nicely and i do appreciate gloria's story arc i think from where she starts to where she ends up is also just a really chef's kiss Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely and it's nice that it's it's this woman, right, who understands that she has problems, understands that she's human, understand that she makes mistakes, but is willing to do the work to fix it. Well, I think she needed a shock to make her willing to do it. Right, and the shock is the murder of yeah. those people, I guess. To realize that her actions have consequences. consequences. For when it was just like, oh, Big deal. My we I, I stayed out all night. My boyfriend was was worried about me. That's not high enough stakes. Mm. Oh, when, true, true. When your when your actions literally kill thousands of people, right? And it's not like it wasn't like malicious or no, anything no. Like that it was just she was just living, going through her life. This stuff happened. Once she actually realized she had this power, she actually still went back and did it again. again right. And it was she was trying to be super careful, but she was still drunk and fell over and tragedy did happened. Damage. Yeah. Question for you. I'm gonna ask everybody. Question for you, Olive G. In parts of the movie when Oscar tells 
Gloria, oh, you said this last night. Do you believe Oscar? Mm, not really. What about you, Gigi? There's several parts, especially in the beginning, where things happen and Gloria's really unclear. And he, Oscar says, oh, we had this conversation. Don't you remember? Like coming to work for him and that she wanted a TV and that he she was going to give her job. furniture. Yeah. Do you think Oscar was being truthful? It was a gaslighting her. He might have been gaslighting her. What do you think? I think maybe maybe the first time it may have been real, but I think after Subsequent. that, it was just like, oh, she's really got a problem. Right. Like once he realized that she would get like blackout drunk, I think he realized, oh my God. I can take advantage. I have, I have power in this situation. Right, right. I'm going to have her around me all the time. You asked me for a job, remember? Right. When she comes back to the apartment after the time, I guess he hit her or threw her down on the floor, and then she, or not her apartment, her house, and she sees all the furniture. Was he really contrite, you believe, or was this another way of him controlling her by giving her furniture? I'm tying her to this place because I want her here. I think it was it was the, yeah it was the second one because was, that's was, that was, was also the the whole scene with Tim when he comes to visit and the big firecracker right well that happened right after that the he, furniture the, the furniture arrived and then the fire because basically it was like right he's like I'm going to smooth this out make everything in, so she'll stay and whatever and then she shows up with the ex boyfriend mm -hmm. and once he sees that it's just like okay so. That clearly didn't work. I'm going to have to make things 100% clear. Well, that's when he shows up at her house. But he no, gave no, her no, the no, furniture no, after no, he no, pushed no, her no, on the floor. No, 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 no. In the bar with the firecracker. Mm -hmm. Happened right after the furniture was delivered. Right, because the furniture was right. a token bar, of contriteness in, in because bar, he pushed her. In the bar with the firecracker mm -hmm. was him realizing the token of contriteness didn't work. Mm -hmm. Now I have to make it clear why she won't go with this guy. Mm -hmm. And then after that, he shows up at, the at her house. Right. Yes, yes. 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 And that's when she says, oh, I thought that it was because you wanted this, yeah. but it's because yeah. you're angry. So she figured that out. So she's not dumb. No, no. She's, she's a smart person, but you know, she's just makes Bad choices. Bad choices. Right. I'm going to go around the table and get numbers. Olive G, once again, excellent choice. One to ten. What are we going to give this film? Uh, Probably eight. eight. Not seven and a half. Seven? Seven, seven and, and a half. half? What about you, Gigi? Yeah, I was also going to say seven and a half. I'm going to give this an eight and a half. I thought from where it starts to where it ends, really good storytelling, really, really good storytelling, strong performances. Shout out to Anne Hathaway as Gloria. Shout out to Jason Sudeikis as Oscar. Really, I, I love when people go against the grain and he's obviously big teddy bear Ted Lasso lately, but so it was nice to see him do something darker. darker. Yeah, and he did it really, really well, I think. Yeah, I didn't it, think I mean, he had just, it in him, yeah. but it's always especially creepy when the, the golly nice guy is just turns the page, and it's just like what? what? <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'll also give this an eight and a half. I, I like this a lot. 
Yeah, really, really good. I mean, it did not expect to like this as much as I did. Yeah, same, same. I'm glad it wasn't just some goofy comedy. Agreed, agreed. I like that it took all those turns. It was funny watching it because it was like, okay, now it's this type of movie. Okay, no, wait, it's now it's this type of movie. And then at the end, it's like, what? (laughs) And Ted, Ted being bad. Just, wow, really good. I'd like to see more of that. I'd like to see more of that. I mean, I love him as Ted Lasso, but I would like to see him as dark, 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 dark guy. All right. So seven and a half, seven and a half, eight and a half, eight and a half. If you haven't seen it, go check out 2016's Colossal, currently streaming on HBO Max. You will not regret it. Excellent, excellent storytelling. Mm -hmm. And that's it from us. And we will bid you all a good night. Good night. Night. Night.